God has been so wild lately. He doesn't seem to listen, he doesn't obey my commands, and we can't even bribe him with trees. He's gotten so out of hand, he may even have to be put down. God is not the problem here. The problem is the people who want to be the leader of the pack. We reintroduce God. We retrain people. You're listening to The God Whispers. Welcome to The God Whispers. I'm Craig D'Onofrio. And I'm Bill Swirla. You're whistling through your nose over there. I am? Yeah. What do you mean whistling through my nose? I heard this. I'm wheezing. I'm wheezing. Little, little nose whistle going on. That's pretty cool. Probably got a booger. Could be. Should yeah. Let me maybe take care of it. <laughs> you people did not want to see that. That was not not attractive in any way, shape, or form. Do you uh do you, do you clear your sinuses in the shower? Uh, I'll be I'll be honest. Yes, I do. I love that. Yes, I do. Do you, do you pee in the shower? <laughs> you ever see that that uh, there's a YouTube or there's a, there's a video on on showering men and women. And how they shower? No. Oh, it's good. It's good. I got to send it to you. But they, you know, first they have the gal, and she goes through this whole ritual, and there's like at least twenty to thirty scents involved. You know, the the pomegranate, coconut, mint uh, conditioner, and stuff like that. And then they have the guy going through the same routine. You know, and he just kind of slathers on some shampoo, and <laughs> and and uh, you know, I mean, it's just. But it it really nails the you know the the male female kind of. Now thing. I've, but, I've got. But the... his big thing is he clears his sinus. In, in his hand, of course, and pees in the shower. You know, I, I was told that it's actually good if, if you're at the gym and you got to use a public shower. Go ahead and pee on the floor because at least your pee's sterile and that is, <laughs> it's cleaner than anything else on that right, floor. That's right. a big reason I don't join those those outfits. Yeah, that's one reason why I don't shower at the gym. The word but, fungus. Yeah. Um, on manly, that happy note, by man, the way, Manly Doctors Thirteen is the phone number. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm this, getting ahead of the curve here. Yeah, six two six five nine three seventy seven thirteen. Manly Doctors Thirteen. Awesome. Do we have anything on the Skype? Uh, there is something know. hidden on the Skype hotline. You Maybe still we'll can't, get to it in the second half. You can't recover it. New interface. By the way, on Skype, I just Microsoft just bought night. Skype. I heard that for that's, like, that's for like eighty billion. That's doom and gloom right there. But um, uh, on on Skype's new interface, you can actually share your computer screen. So last oh, night no I was kidding. talking oh, to my has friend. Screen uh, sharing? Yeah, I was talking to good old Pastor Steve Flo out in DeSoto Mo. Props, and, props uh, to Steve. And uh, we were showing vacation slides back and forth. Oh, it was, nice. kind of cool. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I haven't been on vacation in a while. So what did you show them? Uh, Hawaii. Old slides. Would, yeah. 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 Actually, you just copped them off of uh, Google image search, right? Yeah, I will neither confirm nor deny <laughs> any of that. Yeah. But here's yeah, me cool at function. a luau. <laughs> <laughs> when's, when's the birthday coming up? Uh, well, the birthday is June 23rd. Cash gifts are acceptable ah, okay. from all our listeners, but, uh, the luau will be coming up shortly thereafter. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We're going to blue Hawaiians again. Uh, I think my ties this year. My tie. That's a better call. But that was the worst episode we ever did. I'm thinking we might not do <laughs> an encore luau. No, uh, no barbecue edition. Uh, you were you were threatening to have a barbecue edition at your house one of these days. But I am with all your landscaping and everything. Yeah, it's we the can never ending story. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I'm placing rocks right now, so it's kind of a zen. Big sort of rocks thing. or little rocks? Large or, rocks. Yeah, large rocks. Yeah. Is setting up like your own little Stonehenge where you can? Um, yeah, I, I think it's sort of a druid motif. I'm I'm, I'm looking for yeah. a druid vibe. Yeah. You, you really. can go Anglican and still be druid. I, I understand that. Yeah. I, I, I I saw where the the arch druid. Uh, was was commenting on the uh, the assassination of Obama, Osama, 
Oh, Obama yeah. bin Laden. Osama Obama bin Laden. <laughs> man, one letter is all it takes, too. Yeah, and, and doesn't I, take much. You know, ever since that that one guy did it on on uh, one of the, uh, I think he was a Fox guy. Yep. Did the o- Obama announcing the killing of Obama, which is a cute trick, really, if you can do it. You, oh, to announce your own killing, but but uh, you can do it if you videotape the announcement. Beforehand. Osama, Osama Osama bin Laden. This this is not some kind of veiled thing. Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Obama. <laughs> it's just too close. Yeah. It's it's all wrong at every at every level. Well, this is the. But last... we are we are now broadcasting from an Osama free world. That's true. Uh, and we haven't recorded since. Uh, Osama got bumped off by Team Six, or he just simply got Team Sixed, as you like to, as say. I like to say. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to get that in the Urban Dictionary. Uh, but but w- the the world is a little safer. But darn, if it matters, no, because this is the last God Whispers episode ever. Right, and and here we have it straight from Harold Camping himself. Here, let, let's see if I can cue it up here. Oh, it didn't work. <laughs> Hang on, stand by. I thought I could just hit hit the space bar, and uh, things would happen. But I guess not. Right, if this and is the last, here he goes. But God really worked hard on that one to uh, uh, to show how how important it is. Yeah, this guy is As sad. As a matter of fact, and we're not going to go into all that detail. But Please. we learned when we looked at the dedication of the temple. Here it comes. A year or so ago. Here it comes. We found that. Stand by. That uh, the. Last day of the Feast of Tabernacles uh-huh. was stretched out, so it was two days. Two days. And that tied us right in to the five months of the period of the of the uh, All you math day majors. of judgment ending on October 21, 2011. Day of judgment, October lock, 21st, that all 2011. But why? What's so big? About the feast of, 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 of the tabernacles. Now remember, go back to Isaiah, or, or first of all, let's go back to. Uh, oh, that was to, the uh, that was the end. Shoot, numbers. Did you, did you miss it? I missed it. Let me go back. Looked at the dedication of the temple a year or so ago. Now that was. And then the fourteenth oh, day the, of the first month of the next. Here's year, where that guy that is sound is asleep in his again. congregation with nice. his Bible That's open. Smart. And, but God really worked hard on that one to uh, <laughs> to show how God worked how really hard on that one. As a matter of fact, and we're not going to go into all that detail, but we learned when we looked at the dedication of the temple. I did, I did that a one year or so ago. We found that <laughs> that, that uh, the last know what day you're doing. of the Feast of Tabernacles was stretched out, and suddenly. <laughs> The Bible ties it all together. These are a shadow of things to come. That's a big thing, shadow but of things to come. One of the, the curious thing is that the last feast Here it comes. All right, I, I, I got it. Was the, <laughs> I don't do this the, as well as Roseboro uh, does. The Feast of, Man, of Tabernacles. That guy is just sound asleep. That came on the, began on the 15th day of the seventh month. There are no other feast days in the rest of the biblical year <laughs> beyond the Feast of Tabernacles. And you have to wait until you get to the next year. And then the 14th day of the first month. That guy is just rocking That is the asleep. atonement again. So it's the last one. And But God really oh, worked crap. hard on that one to, <laughs> I, I, to show how... Forget it. 
<laughs> that was a fail. But we did hear him say that the end, the end of the world comes. Oh, wait a minute. There's like a rabble. <laughs> Sorry, just reminded me of the Elephant Man listening to him. Thank you. <laughs> well, this is as as you say. Th- this is the uh, this is the last the last episode. Do you uh, want to record one after this, just in case he's wrong? Unless I don't know. Unless we're not raptured. So if if we we what what would this mean? Wow, if we weren't raptured. So if we go on the air a week from Monday, then we've been left behind. Well, but you mean that we'd have to listen to Larry Norman? Oh, not Larry Norman. No, no, no. Please. He makes, this, he makes David Gates from Bread sound masculine. This, this was from the, the movie A Thief in the Night. Oh, no. And uh, this came out when I was a little kid, and it just terrified. They, they play this to you when you were a kid? Scared the living crap out of yeah, me. Yeah, right. The Rapture movie. The here we go. Evangelical VBS Larry, right here. Okay, everybody. Hands up. Close your eyes. And let's sway. Is this a guy? His name is Larry. <laughs> he has pretty blonde hair. Oh, my. Children died. The days grew cold. I don't. I don't let people like this near the youth group. Bag of gold. I wish we'd all been ready. There's no time to change your mind. The sun has come, and you've been left behind. How important it is. As a matter of fact, and we're not going to go into all that detail, but we learned. When we looked at the dedication of the temple a year or so ago, we found that that, uh, the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles was stretched out so it was two days. And that tied us right in to the five months of the period of the the, uh, Day of Judgment ending on October 21. There's no time to change This is the musical interlude. That Israel left the land, the land of Israel, the land of Egypt, and again and again, I noticed that it was on a one of these feast days. And suddenly, the Bible ties it all together. These are a shadow of things to come. But one of the, the curious thing is that the last feast day of the year was the, was the, uh, uh, the feast of... <laughs> I'm going backwards. <laughs> I'm looking for the thing where he where he tries to cover the fact that he was wrong in 1994. Right. And so now apparently that was the beginning of the end. Well, the, the last, as he says, the last 6,100 days. Um, of course, only he seems to know this. Nobody else has yet gotten the memo. 
This is the guy that says that every church is apostate. Everyone's apostate, except for him. Came in a jubilee year. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. 1994. So So the last in-gathering began of jubilee in the year 1994 jubilee they came in a jubilee year 1994 now how does how do we know that was a jubilee year we we back on the jewish calendar again he is wow i wonder if he eats bacon i know this much if uh if the if the if if everything comes to an end october 21st 2011 and he's also saying here that the rapture is going to occur May 21st, 2011. Right, yeah, May, May 21st. Which is why this is the last God Whisperers episode right. ever recorded. Then I'm eating a lot of bacon. <laughs> I was waiting for it. That sizzling meat just can't be beat. That sizzling meat just can't be beat. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. If I knew Jesus was coming back tomorrow... I'm eating a slab right here. I'm going to eat about two pounds of bacon for dinner tonight. <laughs> Squeal like a pig for me. You know that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Too much fun. So what what day of the week is the 21st? That's a Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. And, and this is a year of Jubilee? Is that what he's saying? No, it was a Jubilee year. Um, in 1994, when he got that one wrong, oh, and and somehow somehow he's he's figured it out that what he got wrong was he thought it was going to be the rapture year and the end of the world when it was the the be, the last gathering of 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 uh, believers and so uh, he's got it somehow figured out. I don't know where he gets these numbers from. I, I have a guess, but I really don't feel like saying where he's pulling these things from. Yeah, I think his is. His gastroenterologist had seen these <laughs> right. numbers before that's, he did. That's right. Yeah. They were cited in his last colonoscopy. <laughs> but um, that the, somehow there's 6,100 days. He says of the final ingathering. Okay. And then and then the then the end of the world. And and so and somewhere in there uh, is is May 21st, 2011 is the rapture. Not the end of the world, but the rapture. The rapture now right. he's got to be the weirdest, the weirdest duck on the block here because he's a millennialist. He clearly does not believe there's a millennium because there's only you know a handful of months between the rapture and the destruction of everything. Well, could he be post millennial? Uh, no, because it's been <laughs> no. I no, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, could he could he maybe be saying that we've been living in the millennium and this is. Uh, Satan's little time is going to be well. That's fine. That that's, month there. That's kind something? of what we say in, in to one degree or another. I mean, if you take the millennium figuratively, 
Right. Uh, then, then you know, we say there's there's kind of that that horrific period before the end, and the end comes and Christ appears, and that's the yeah. End but of the ball but game. in his in his historical, see, it looks like historic premillennialism. No, and he's on his own, baby. Yeah, he's he's, he's, just, he's rolling his own. He's 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 marching to the beat of his own drummer, Harold Camping. Uh, but but uh, he's trying to he I, he's basically he's trying to get some headline away from the Mayans. Ah, See, you might be onto something there. You know, it's kind of amazing because it, with with Y2K being the big dud that it was, it, it's like all of a sudden irrelevant years like 2011, 2012 start to start factoring in, you know. And now that we are in an Osama free world, you know, that's 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 clearly a sign mm-hmm. of the end. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, cause... but he was wrong. See, in 1994 he predicted the end of the world. And the way I figure you get one shot at this. Okay, if your prediction of the end of the world doesn't come true, then we're done with you. Well, I'm going to go Jehovah's Witness on this one. Jesus did return in 1994, but it was spiritual, so you didn't well, see it. You know, but the thing is, he's got some J-Dub, he's got some J-Dub roots, though. Does he? Yeah, somebody's traced this out, and, and there's some common teachings and teachers that spook around with Harold Camping. I mean, he calls God Jehovah. Now, he just may be kind of a King James fanatic. Yeah. You know, but he, he calls God by that weird King Jamesy name, Jehovah. Um, he, re- he refers to, uh, you know, the, the kingdom. This is a kingdom thing with him. And he believes that Michael, the archangel Michael, is Jesus Christ, which is a Jehovah's Witness teaching. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I, I wonder if there's some some little bit of overlap here, but that wouldn't be a bad. I mean, he doesn't say that Jesus secretly appeared in 1994. He just said that that's the beginning of the the last the last gathering of, of believers, ending with the rapture on May 21st. So, so this is the last episode but, of the God Whispers. This this website that's critical of him is complaining that he's aired Mormon commercials. <laughs> on his family well, <laughs> family radio, that's so, a that's a guilt so, by association. So do we have a Jehovah's Witness playing Mormon commercials? Because now we're really confusing. This is really messing me up. Here, I'm trying. To I, I'm not so concerned about him playing Mormon commercials as his network playing nor- well, Mormon or, or the network too. that airs him. I don't know who airs him. Who is Harold Camping? I have no idea. Who is this bozo? He's some old guy. Born he born July nineteenth, nineteen twenty one. Wow, that puts him. He's about ninety. At ninety. Ninety. No wonder why he sounds like the Elephant Man. Well, he sounds like he's he's taking a few shots to the cerebellum there. Um, <laughs> uh, president of Family Radio. A oh gosh, a California based. Yeah, why? Nothing, nothing why? good can come from California. Why us? Religious broadcasting network that spans more than one hundred fifty outlets in the U.S. As well as a website. He's got a website. Let's take a look at his website. The Harold Egbert Camping website. He's an old guy. Oh, no, that didn't work. That just sent me to website. (laughs) I'll play a little music while you're looking for that. Camping's trademarks include his deep, sonorous voice. Sonorous, deep. That's what they say about you, Craig. Coupled with a slow cadence. That's what they say about me also. He's also used mathematical predictions applied to the Bible to predict dates for the end of the world. How have those worked out? And not so well. His current end times prediction is that the rapture will be on May 21st, 2011, and that God will completely destroy the earth and the universe. Nice. Five months later on October 21st. 
I hope he's right. I'm tired of this crap. He had previously predicted that the rapture would occur in September 1994. You know why I'm rooting for camping on this one? Hmm? Because I could stand without going through another election cycle. <laughs> All those stinking commercials for so-and-so All for those bad candidates. Oh, my gosh. I, I'd i be happy to forego an election cycle in lieu of... Do you uh, know that according to a to recent poll, uh, when given the choice between Donald Trump, Sarah Palin, and Newt Gingrich, 80% of the of Republican voters... Chose suicide? Chose self-inflicted suicide. <laughs> Camping was born in Colorado, but moved at an early age to California. Ah, I was born at an early age myself. He earned a BS degree in civil engineering from the University of California at oh, That's where he got the BS from. Berkeley. <laughs> it's not boding well for you, my friend. He and his families were members of the Christian Reformed Church until 1988. Huh. During this time, he served as elder and Sunday school teacher at the Alameda Bible Fellowship. Who knew? In 1958, Camping joined with other individuals, a Christian Reformed Bible Baptist and conservative Christian Presbyterian. Oh, the Presbyterians just ordained gays, by the way. Yeah, I saw that. that. Yeah. yeah. To purchase an FM station in San Francisco, K-E-A-R, K-E-R. You like this? I do. Uh, at 97.3 megahertz to broadcast traditional Christian gospel to the conservative Protestant community and to minister to the general public. Hmm. There you have it. Our Calvinist friends have a little something to answer for on this one. But there, there have hey, been some very... Everybody's got their weird Uncle Ernie's around, Yeah, okay? but, the, but there has this been... This is weird Uncle Egbert. I mean, there has been this Rush Dooney, Greg Bonson kind of strain of Calvinism out there that has uh, pushed this whole theonomy thing. And uh, I could see this being not too far off from that sort of thing. Well, Camping teaches that a Bible, biblical calendar has been hidden according to Daniel 12, Of course. 9, Revelation 22:10, detailing the imminent end of the world with alleged biblical evidence pointing to the date for the rapture as May 21st, 2011, seeing as how he was wrong in September 1994. <coughs> the end of the church age, which asserts that the churches are no longer the vehicle used by God for salvation... That's one of the. That's one Wait, of his what, what is? No well, one of his teachings true. is that God's basically given up on the church. The spirit is no longer active in the church. That God no longer uses the church. the The church age has ended. Now, our friend Janet on Facebook actually posted today: When should you give up on your church and look for a real Lutheran church? Basically, so according to ha- camping, there isn't any good churches out there anyway. So there are not. No, God's yeah. given up on the church. So is it? That's it, pretty it's bad the grammar. end of the just, church. I just use bad grammar, and I don't care because the end of the world is nigh. There, take that. <sighs> I what like the song. There, you gonna? Can you send me an MP3 of this? Sure. Yeah. You can, Sounds you just can, like David Gates and you, bread. You and Karen can slow dance to this in we your can. living room, That's celebrating the rapture and had, how you've been left behind. Had we known this, I wish we'd. We would have had this at our wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I had only known. <laughs> yeah. You've been left behind. Oh, oh yes. This is uh, when you decide not to show up at the church for your wedding. You just send a CD of this. You've been left behind. Oh, I see where Harold Camping's in, in, in with Rob Bell teaches annihilationism. Beautiful. That life will, life will end and existence will cease for the unsaved soul. So why then do you really care? Good point. You know, I mean, I can think of something worse. I can think of a lot of things worse than being than annihilated. <clears throat> so let me get this straight. If I declare that the end of the world is a certain day, 
I'll get all sorts of press, and people will pay You'll attention get, to me. And, and the God Whispers will devote a whole episode to you. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to make a prediction. Uh-oh. The end of the world will occur after you hear this. <laughs> there you go. The, nice. Uh, and if it occurred before this, you'll probably never hear it anyway. So my prediction is pretty safe that... You know, if the end of the world comes before this broadcast and you heard that, then, you know, no one's going to bring me up on heresy charges. And if you're still listening, then you can't bring me up on heresy charges because I'm right. Well, you know, the key to all good prophecy is to keep it ambiguous. Once you get down to specificities like that, you're done for. Not even Daniel, you know, who charts out these 77s and 70 weeks, but it's ambiguous enough. So he's got, there's lots of wiggle room in there, yeah. you know, and, and, and that's the key because prophecy has to be able to speak of multiple things at the same time. Right. You know, so these guys, these guys fail by being too specific. Well, yeah, you, th- this is where you can just uh, bail out and say, well, typology is, it was a type. My, my prophecy was a type. And uh-huh. so you're, yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to have to, you know, deal with the types. Whatever happened to the passage, it's not for, you know, you to know the times or the seasons. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, that was before Jesus ascended or, into heaven. No, that's what Jesus <laughs> says to his disciples before he ascends into heaven. That's what I said. But they're asking, are you now going to restore the glory to Israel? And he says, not for you to know the times and the seasons, you dunderheads. You go and preach the gospel. So what, what, are, we, what are we doing speculating on, on the times and the seasons. You came out of this background, didn't what, you? Yeah. Why does Jesus leave it vague? Do you have an answer for that? Why does he not make it clear? Hey, if, if let's, say, let's say Jesus himself said May 21st, 2011, what are you going to be doing right now? I'm, I'm running my credit cards. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the brothel. And, you know, it's, it's all good, you know? And, and then I'm gonna, on the 20th... I'm going to be like a bunch... You know, it'll be like a bunch of Islamic terrorists on the night before exactly. they... Uh, the night before they blow themselves up. Let's go to the strip joint, you know? Let's hang out. We'll party, you know? Yeah, the master goes away. He doesn't tell the servants when he's coming <laughs> yeah. back for be, a reason. That's right. <laughs> That's absolutely right. If you tell them, I'm going to be back on March 13th, 2016, the place is going to fall apart until a week beforehand. Well, this is like when my wife goes away, you know, and and, and the place just turns into, it's basically like camping. Oh, yeah. You know, and and about about 36 hours before she comes home, this is where you go on nuclear alert. And, and, you know, I have to tunnel through about a week's worth of dishes. And, uh, you know, and, and the cats and I, we all get together and we team up and, and it works. We get the place in order. She comes home. Everything looks fine. But, uh, right. you know, I mean, it's just a disaster area. But in the so. meantime, you've been breeding exotic bacteria in the house. Exactly. That, you know, now, if she told me, if, if she left it in doubt exactly when she was coming right. home, that place would be just absolutely spick and span at all times. I'll be home sometime next week. Yeah. When, just leave it there. When? I'm not sure. Yeah. Sometime. Because by nature, we're going to say, ah, we don't and, need to do the work of the church. We don't need to be caring for each other. Right. We don't need to be preaching the gospel. After all, Jesus won't be back until next Tuesday. So who cares? So, so, so let's use that servant master thing. So the master says, I'm going away. I'm going on a trip. You guys take care of it. Take care of the situation here. You know, you got all your stuff. Make sure make sure everybody's on task. I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> and, and, and they keep saying, well, when are you coming back? Uh, I'll be, I'm not sure. Okay, it's a long trip. Things happen. Could any time? Yeah, it could be, it could be any time. Well, could be a week. Could be fifty years. Can you give us? Can you give us an approximate? At what point does the master turn around and say, "Well, why do you want to know? None of your business." <laughs> well, no, it's like, right. What do you guys have? What do you guys have planned here? Yeah, what's up your sleeve? 
<laughs> you guys, you guys planning a party? They, they wanted. They, yeah, we want to know when to invite the chicks over. That's right, all. So, right. Exactly. By by what date do we need to clean out the hot tub for it, you? It is. <laughs> it it is. It is part of the divine genius. That was my knuckles. Nice. Thank it was. You. It was part of the divine genius to leave it completely ambiguous. And and you know these are Jesus' parting words. Yeah. It's not for you to know the times or the seasons. Haven't you gotten this already? He's given them this whole discourse in Matthew 24, which will not allow you to put it on the calendar. And then, and then, then they're going around saying, oh, now? And he wow. goes, nope. We're, we're pretty much over time. We'll be right back after this. Oh, I love this song. Let's dance. trampled on the floor I wish we'd all been Children died, the days grew cold A piece of bread could buy a bag of gold I wish we'd all been ready There's no time to change your mind The sun has come and you've been left behind The Dickies. <laughs> this is undercover. Oh. These were friends of mine back in the early 80s. Oh, no. Yeah. episode of the god whispers because we know what the day is it's not one of these days like my friends in undercover used to say it's the 21st (laughs) my friends in undercover oh my yes 
time for the dulcet tones of Larry Norman. Yeah, once you, again. You know what cracks me up about this song? This, this song, it, it's it's got all this like sugar sweet nonsense. Yeah, and it's, it's and, like you're gonna be left a, behind and have your head chopped. It's off. about it's about mass global destruction. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always love. I, what I love about millennialists is is they're all you know this this woohoo attitude you know about uh, about you know the rapture and everything, and they're basically just rejoicing over the fact that like bazillions of people are just gonna be just uh, just it's just gonna be all hell on earth. Are you kidding me? This this stuff scared the the poop out of me as a kid. Really? Oh. Yeah, because it's all predicated on you've got to be a good person. Did you take this seriously? Did oh yeah, scared really? the scared the living crap. No. There would be Saturday mornings where I would get up, and mom and dad, everyone is missing, and I'd be like, "Oh no, I got they got raptured, and I was left <laughs> no. behind because I'm a sinner." I looked at pretty girls in bikinis yesterday, and and, uh, wow. and I'd be just in a in a froth, and I find them in the backyard pulling weeds or something like that. <laughs> you thought your Ooh. parents were raptured. I, this time I got away. I'm, I'm okay today, but there's always next Saturday, you know? So, so like, like if, you, if you're in the grocery store and, and you just kind of lose them for a little bit, you know, your first thing, when you're a little evangelical kid, you oh, like, yeah. my parents have been I've raptured. I've been left behind. <laughs> it's seven years tribulation. I'm going to be tortured and I'm going to have my head cut off and they're going to kill me. See, you know, and if you're a little Lutheran kid, you just go straight for the candy aisle. <laughs> candy? You mean beer? <laughs> well, yeah, beer aisle. That's just Pat's kids. <laughs> That's, well, yeah, probably true. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it, you know, this is the way that evangelism worked also. It, even today, probably... Uh, you remember when I did that summer vicarage with you back in '93? No, I've I blotted, I, I blotted it from my as, memory. As well, you me. should. But I, I took a bunch of people from this church, uh, Holy Trinity, your church, uh, to the Harvest Crusade, and I told them exactly how it's going to play out. I went. Uh, I went to that. Tugging. I thought you did. Yeah. They're going to be tugging at your emotions. They're going to be, you know, and and some of you young people, you're going to want to get up because it's a, it's a very emotional moment. Fight it. But they are going to <laughs> scare you to death. Because it's going to be about the rapture and how if you don't get right, you're going to get left. And, and you if you get left, says, it's going to be brutal. And you're, and you're going to have to listen to, to this guy Steve for seven years. You're going to have to hear Harold Camping preach every day, 24 hours a day for seven years. And they won't chop your head off because you'll chop your own head oh, yeah, off after a while. <laughs> Oh, what what is it? What what is it about the end times? I every wacko cult goes there. Yeah, you notice that? Well, it's it's because you can you can as as you were saying you can grab headlines. You can come out of nowhere. You know, you got this guy. You got this guy who's ninety. I would wager that his av- the average age of Harold Camping's following is about ninety two. <laughs> You know, I mean, they're gumming their oatmeal in a nursing home somewhere, and they're listening well, to us. And look at it this way. When you're 90, who really cares when the end of the world is coming? Well, here, here's, the, here's the other point is if, if Jesus doesn't return on the 21st, they aren't going to remember that he made this prediction anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. so who cares? Yeah, there's a certain margin of safety in his clientele. I, I can't wait to hear the explanation for for uh, on May 22nd. May 22nd is going to be like 
big explanation day. You know, because of all this hoopla, I think it would be pretty safe to predict that Jesus will not return on the 21st. Think of, think of all the... Although group. Jesus might just kind of like, like just be that no. trickster that he is and show up anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was wrong, but you know, it, I just thought he, that I'd... He was right for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> the divine fox. Well, well, you know, it's kind of the thing he's got, you know, he's got to appear one day. And, uh, you know, as long as there's history, he's going to appear one day. So if everybody kind of picks a day, somebody's going to get it right. That's a good point. You know, I guess. I have this thought, though, that, that if somebody like, the, you know, that God, God has it sort of loosely penciled in on the calendar. And if somebody starts making predictions like that, he just erases it. He's like, looking for a slow news day to show up? Yeah, he'll go, <laughs> nah, 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 all right, no, nah, never mind. You know, it's, it's like, you know, January 1st, 2000, no way. It's, it's just not happening. Bill, you know? I, I'm I'm concerned about something. We're on the <laughs> second half of, of the last episode ever. Well, yeah. And and people don't know where we're to be found on the Internet yet. But we're, we're not going we'll to be raptured. There won't be anything left. That's a good point. What's the point in emailing us? If we won't be here, well, seriously, why did you even give the Skype number out? Do you, you expect to be left behind? I might be left behind. Yeah, well, because I am a carnal Christian. You know, even Harold Camping's not sure. Not sure what if he's going to be left behind or not. Really? Yeah. So you know, I, you know I'm, the, I'm definitely going to be left behind on the 21st because Camping has made it clear that all churches are apostate. And yes, that's as, true. as the head of Mount Olive Lutheran Church in that. Pasadena, California, <laughs> well, I am the Antichrist on Allen Avenue. I am the Allen Avenue Antichrist, pretty much. Do you realize this may be time for a God Whispers twenty four second Bible study? Do we do we do we have do we have the wait, option of wait. doing that? Yeah, I I got to do a little <laughs> bit of work here to get to it. So stall. I think this calls for a a stall God for Whispers a stall stall trademarked. Trademark. 24-second Bible study, which we just, we, we, we just introduced this a couple of weeks ago in deference to our good friends uh, uh, Todd and Jeff, who are doing 24-hour Bible studies and having all kinds of people coming in for hours on end talking about scriptures. And uh, so we decided we're going to take on the tough topics, the challenging topics, the topics nobody wants to talk about so, in so 24 is, seconds What is less. our topic for today? The topic for today is what does the Bible teach about the rapture? Okay. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. The following is a God Whispers 24-second Bible study. Bill, what does the Bible teach about the rapture? 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the archangels call, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And then we who are alive, who are left, literally left behind, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we, we shall be with the Lord forever. You've just heard a God Whisperer's 24-second Bible study. That was actually a 32-second Bible study. Ooh. Well, including the intro and the outro. And the question. Well, no, the yeah. intro and the outro do not count in 24 seconds. You sure? Yeah. I No, I, I decree that. <laughs> <laughs> it is that sure. Yeah, this caught up, caught up to meet the Lord in the air. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the harpazo uh, verb. Um, and Bless you. <laughs> it's the same verb, actually, that's used in Philippians 2 when it says that the, that, that the Son did not consider equality with God the Father something to be harpazoed. Uh, in that case, meaning held on to for one's own advantage. 
Um, in this case, it, it means something like grasped or snatched or, or I, I, I like to put it as um, a good image would be a small child is about to run into a, a street with busy traffic and the mother reaches out and, and grabs hold of the child's arm tightly. Um, that's, 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 that's the gist of harpazo here, to snatch away uh, from destruction. Now, th- this is not a rapture where there's going to be people left. This is, this is the final gathering of the saints at the resurrection. It says the dead in Christ will rise first, and then we who are alive, who are left behind, that is, who haven't died yet, uh, will be uh, gathered up to meet the, meet the Lord in the air. Um, and that's a that's a that's a you know being snatched from the destruction of everything that's going on around us. So there is a sense of rapture, I suppose, but it's not independent of the resurrection and and uh, you know the final judgment. It's all one thing. Now I, I grew up with this view in in mind. It, it's it's <coughs> excuse me called premillennial dispensationalism, which Ooh. is a mouthful. I, I really enjoy saying. What makes it disp- What makes it dispensational? Well, there are seven dispensations in time, and do not ask me to name them all. I can't remember. But, but a dispensation. Tim Riddlebarger will do it. <laughs> a dispensation means um, a, a period of time, right? Right. Yeah. A, a period. So of time. it divides biblical history into seven discrete time periods. Right. And so I think you had the time in paradise. Paradise, or maybe even the time before paradise, I'm not sure. But then the time in paradise with Adam and Eve. Okay. And then the time after the fall, then the time yeah, of the law. Noah. The time. And yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, so what, then, are, we, what then, are we in now? In, in the New Testament, you had the time of Jesus. The, now we are in the church age. Church age. Right? And I'm, now, Harold I'm, I'm, Camping not, says, I'm not naming my dispensations properly. <laughs> Harold so. Camping say, says that age <clears throat> ended uh, some time ago. Um, the church age. Yeah, well, God's done with the church. He's full of crap. There's no more church. He's just full of it. Yeah, uh, there's just him and his radio station. So, so here we are in in the church age right now. Okay, this is pre-millennial dispensationalism. Then what's going to happen is the secret rapture. Secret. And and with the secret rapture. Well, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. If, if it's secret, then how's anybody going to know it happened? Um, because, uh, what's going to happen is all the believers will be taken up. Yeah. So that part won't be secret. It's just that you will hear the blast of the trumpet and all of the believers will be caught up into heaven to meet with Jesus in heaven. See, Jesus doesn't actually. But but where's the secret part? Um, because you don't know what happened. Who if did, you've been left behind, you, you don't know what happened. Well, yeah, but what if, like, what if your best friend's not around anymore? He's he's vanished. Yeah, but it, then it's not a secret. But you've been left behind. Yeah, well, uh, granted, but, but... But you don't know what's happened to him. But you, oh, but but that's not secret, though. That's just puzzling. I don't they call it the secret rapture. They I, didn't, call I it, didn't come up with a they name. They should call it a puzzling rapture. <laughs> curious. <laughs> a, curi- a curious rapture. A curious rapture. I think we could develop do, do you our notice, own heresy. Do you notice that in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, there's no mention made whatsoever of anybody else. It's entirely believer-focused. You know, I mean, Paul's reason for pointing this out in the first place is that there are people in Thessalonica who are troubled that those who died have missed the boat. And Paul's point is, no, they're going to rise, and then we're all going to be gathered together with the Lord. In kind of the same way that the Lord ascended, you know, there's a certain amount of elevation, that is, he's, he's removed from the earth, and then he disappears in a cloud. And so in the same way, he comes with the clouds, and we're gathered with him in the clouds of God's glory. Right. Forever. Okay. But there's no there's there's nothing left behind because there's nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, okay, so the secret... Now, I didn't just teach annihilationism for all you sharp-penciled, sharp-eared, Ooh. you know, there's nothing... Rob Bell lovers. Yeah, it was for you Rob Bell lovers out there. Yeah. If Chris Roseborough heard this, that's Love... not what he's saying. Love Rules. No, what's the name of that book? I, I forgot to wear my my Rob Bell glasses of relevance today. Ah, that's why yes. I'm off. That's why I'm not I'm not bringing my A game today. That's right. Pre dispensa pre millennial dispensationalism. Right. So first we've got the secret rapture where Jesus doesn't actually touch down. I'm not. So this way we can pl- ah, plausibly deny wait a two second coming. Wait. I ah, got it. So it, what's secret about the rapture is Jesus coming. Right. Uh, now, didn't didn't the didn't the uh, the Seventh Day Adventist crowd go with that one too? And, I'm sure they did. And I think the Jehovah's Witnesses have a secret coming of Christ. Well, too. yeah, that happened back in the 1940s. 1914. Or 14. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. No, not so when it doesn't happen like you predict, you just make it a secret. Well, yeah, but I bet you that's but, what happens May 22nd. But Jesus returns spiritually. In 1914, spiritually, spiritually. Okay, all right. right. Well, well, go keep 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 going on pre-millennial <coughs> and pre meaning before the millennium. Right. What happens before the millennium? That well, makes all it of this, pre- all of this is occurring before the millennium. Oh, right. So then we have a seven-year tribulation, a seven-year period where the Antichrist goes berserk and just starts persecuting it's, it's believers. It's not. It's not eight years though. Coinciding with with two years of Obama, (laughs) or two terms, two terms of Obama. Uh, Yeah, this is when uh, that seven-year tribulation happens, the persecution of any believers that are left. And by the way, in this seven-year period— Wait, 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 I'm puzzled. Because there are carnal Christians in the world. Don't you understand? There were believers left behind— well, those who would come to faith or the carnal Christians who are left behind because you're those not are, living. Those are the, they're the beer drinkers. Lutherans. Oh. Lutherans. We're carnal? Well, yeah, because we drink beer and we scratch ourselves and we cuss and every swear, now and then. And swear, yeah. We, we, you know, smoke cigars. And, you do. I don't. And I'm spiritual. We drink alcohol. I'm not like other men. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that about you. Uh, <laughs> He just lobs that softball over Craig's yeah, I, I had Nice Hawaiian shirt, by the way. I'm thinking of instituting Hawaiian shirt Wednesdays this or is, Thursdays. This or... is the Enchanted Tiki Room shirt I love from it. Disneyland. Nice colors. Yeah, green. Uh, so uh, in this seven-year... <laughs> In the seven-year tribulation, it's hard to even talk about without laughing. Uh, in the seven-year tribulation, this is when the mark of the beast is instituted, folks. Now, you're oh, going to be forced, you Lutherans who are left behind, mark of the beast. are going to be forced to receive a tattoo or a microchip or some sort of something. Where's that come implanted from? Implanted in your forehead or you, I think it's your right hand. Your right hand or your forehead. Yes. Um, Could be wrist, too. I, maybe Revelation 21. I can't remember. Revelation, the mark of the Could beast. Could be Daniel 7. Did they know about I microchips know. back then? Uh, well, Paul, or Paul, John had a vision in, in the book of Revelation where he saw certain things like seven-headed beasts coming out of the ocean <laughs> and giant locusts, which, as Hal Lindsey will tell you, what looks like a giant locust flying? A helicopter. You know, maybe it was a Huey, a big old Huey not helicopter. Not a Huey. We're so post. We're post or, Huey. Well, that's when he Huey. wrote it, though. He oh. wrote this like back in see. He didn't. He didn't know about right? that chopper that landed in Osama's backyard. Giant locusts. I mean, right? You know, we don't know because they blew it up. Seven-headed they beasts coming it. out of the ocean. Atomic submarine launching ICBM missiles. Oh, we're so seven beyond missiles that. coming what, out. What about at once. Pre- predator drones? Come on. 
Well, those are little locusts. A little locusts. Compared to the giant ones. Oh, but they have stingers in their tails, though, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I okay. guess. I, I don't guess. know. I they don't shoot know. their missiles out of their tails or their nose or their wings? I think that's just poop. Oh, okay. They shoot out. But that's. See, I think those helicopters that landed in Osama's backyard... And then they blew one up because it crashed. And then and the Chinese, the Pakistanis are selling the Chinese the wreckage. I, they are. Or, or they're selling it to everyone. No, the Chinese. The Chinese want to know about our helicopters. Well, Chinese is, are they Gog or Magog? I can't remember because the bear is Russia. They're, they're Yang. And- as and opposed then, to and Yang. then there's Gog and Magog, <laughs> Ying and, and Yang, Gog and Magog. Come yeah, on, I, so seven year tribulation. You're going to have to take this mark if you want to buy or sell any goods. Okay, right? Yeah. Now, when those scanners came out at the supermarket where they boop, scan your food, boop, boop, there was a big hubbub boop. about that because if you have that code on your forehead, they just slam your head down on the table and scan your head. So then they don't have to use an ATM card or anything. They that just that happened code. to me once when I got a, a checker at Home Depot ticked off at. <laughs> <laughs> what what did it scan as? Is it <laughs> miscellaneous? So after the seven years, when you have the tattoo or your microchipped or whatever, and the, and by the way, they can track you with all of this. I'm sure they it's, being them. It's already being done. As in those people, you know, it's already being done. The government, yes, those them them, yeah, the feds. Uh, after seven years of this. That's then the, Jesus comes back again. Again. He keeps coming back. Yeah. So the second, second coming. Now, now in, this, in this scheme of things, and I'm only asking you this because my knowledge of this is textbook, but you live. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We've got you Armageddon breathe. before Jesus comes back again. I oh, forgot wait a about that so, so tribulation, then Armageddon. Armageddon at the end of the tribulation. And Armageddon is this big global Jesus. war, which in the book of Revelation never gets fought. <laughs> but but in, in, in their way of thinking does. Right. And okay. and so what happens is Jesus returns with the angels and all those who ascended into heaven and we kick ass. <gasps> did I just say that? Yes, I did. Because this I got is the re- last show, so I don't care. I got a real dumb question here. Yeah. Um what did, what exactly did Jesus accomplish by dying on a cross? Well, this is plan B. Or, or yeah, plan, I mean, what Jesus, plan A didn't work? Well, he didn't set up his kingdom in Israel because the Jews wouldn't cooperate. So he, now he needs cooperation. Back. That's right. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. God so, needs cooperation. That's right. So now he's going to come back to establish his kingdom in Jerusalem once again for the millennium. Oh. But first he this has to This should make back. some Zionist Jews really happy and be good for tourism. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's huge. But this it's is huge. happening Calvary all after Chapel, the... Calvary Chapel of Costa Mesa has given millions and millions but, to Israel but to s- restore the temple. Stop. Because the temple has to be restored. But stop. But didn't the rapture already happen? Um. Well, no, no the, this was, yeah, the rapture happened. So why, why, does Calvary then, Cha- why is Calvary Chapel concerned about a temple that's going to be rebuilt after the tribulation, long after the rapture, before Christ comes the second time? Because it's in the Bible. Oh, okay. All right, that's fine. All right, Don't yeah. you understand I'm these cool. things? I'm cool with that. I'm conservative. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm, I'm not a liberal. <laughs> so Armageddon happens, the, the Armageddon, as you know, at the mountain of... Megato, Megato, right. and 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 so here there's the going to be the classical place, the classical place of the gathering of Israel's enemies in the Old Testament, or the ghetto, as it were, so to speak, different kind of ghetto, but but but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but curiously in the Revelation, although I do believe that the Middle it, East is the ghetto of the world, it so is, yeah, yeah, but but we get our oil from there, but but the the. Uh, in the Revelation, this battle of Armageddon never takes place. They line up for it. They're all ready to start. 
and then boom, the scene shifts because there's no, there is no battle. Don't don't disturb me with the facts. I okay. I don't have time for I'm you. I'm sorry. Okay, go, go ahead. You and your unbelieving biblicism. I don't have time for this. <laughs> I keep referring to the text. <laughs> <laughs> a great madness has so overcome. So Armageddon happens, blood to the horse's mane. I mean, we're, work we're talking about gallons history. and gallons of blood, no a thousand billions of gallons. Except that we can't. And then, actually, I, I think I got I you. I got you covered here on this. <laughs> As I explain this, I'll, I'll go ahead and yeah, yeah. It needs the appropriate music, I think. Yeah. So, so Jesus comes back and kicks some royal butt, right? Didn't he do Kills that on the cross? All these guys. Yeah, that's assumed. You're a Christian already. That's assumed. We don't need to talk about that anymore. So we need to move beyond that. You, you're stuck on your baby food. If, we need to get to the meat of our doctrine if here. I'm the going, meat of the, all theologies. If I'm going to be raptured, why do I even care? Shut up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Armageddon happens. Big war. Jesus separates the sheep from the goats. I don't know what this means exactly. I don't remember. He, he's don't. he's going to go into shepherding at this right, point, right? So, and a thousand-year millennial rule of Jesus in Jerusalem. He rules the world from his throne in Jerusalem for a thousand years. Wait a minute. Now I've been told. Wait, wait that, a minute. Wait a minute. Well, I got a question. Doesn't he already rule the world now? No, I mean, no. But, Satan but, is the is wait, the prince in, but, but, of the air. But, and but he said stuff. he said before he disappeared that all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. So so what? So like, he's not using it. He's kind of hanging around. He's waiting. He's kind of waiting for the Jews. I can't defend this crap. I don't every, know. <laughs> everybody always waits for the Jews. That's really what ticks people off most. So. <laughs> All right, you're, you're just an unbeliever. Let's right, let's well, move. So so Jesus returns. I've been told Armageddon that before. And the separation of the sheep and goats. I don't even remember what that's all about. I think Jesus told a parable about that. Uh, yeah, but in this context, I have no idea. Thousand year millennial. Wait, rule. stop. Thousand years. Stop. Yeah. Sheep in the parable are believers. Yeah. And goats are unbelievers. Well, we we get to rule didn't, with Jesus. The believers get to rule with Jesus. But didn't the believers get raptured? Yeah, but we come back to rule with Jesus. Oh, but why do you have to separate them if you've already been separated? Uh, because. Oh, okay. Now, by the way, if Carry you receive on. that mark of the beast during the tribulation, you're, you're toast. You're toast? It's over. But you can buy things. You can buy things, but you can't go to heaven because there are now two unforgivable sins, blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, and getting a tattoo on your forehead. Did I ever tell you about the time that I, I got um, a... I've only got three minutes. To I got finish. a Carl's Jr. Uh, meal at, at the airport, and it came out exactly to six dollars and sixty-six cents. I knew you were the Antichrist, and and I was wearing my I was wearing my clericals at the time, and and the girl behind the counter had this shocked look on her face, and I just kind of smiled and said, "Oh, this will look good on the expense report." <laughs> Now you should have said that you're the Pope, and so and, that would have worked. And really then she well. took she took my head and slammed it down on the scanner, and, and, I, scan and, I, and I scanned and, and and I pay, and I bought I paid for it. That Did way. it come up at six dollars and sixty six cents when they scanned your forehead plus tip. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, okay. So uh, Jesus comes back, thousand year millennial rule. Now I'm told in this millennial rule, that no one will die. There will be no pain and no suffering, no illness. We are going to face some serious overpopulation issues. 
for a thousand th- years, a thousand, no one a dies. A thousand years, nobody dies. Yeah. Now the question is, do people keep breeding? Because we're going to be in a bind. Is it so? The real question that the God whispers have is: Is there sex in the millennium? In the millennium. Because if there isn't sex, I don't want to be here. You won't. You're going to be raptured. Personally. It all goes back to this. Why do I care? I'm going to be raptured. Yeah. And do I get to wear my robe with the nipple tape that just kind of... Oh, see, you had to bring up that, that <laughs> horrible cartoon. Facebook, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so, thousand-year millennial rule, Satan is then loosed for a little time. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's unbound for a time where he, he wreaks havoc. Now, you and I have been living in this millennial rule of Christ. No suffering, no pain. Why am I going to side with satan after i've already seen all of the mayhem that exactly unleashes. exactly and i've been alive for a thousand years i'm ready to die now at 46 <laughs> yeah, i don't want to be here well, a thousand years it could happen any day now then at the end is the end the that, the, the resurrection of the unjust the white throne judgment a new heavens and a new earth, which I have no idea what a new well, earth is. Well, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. At the end. There's a, a white throne judgment, but haven't the sheep and the goats already been separated? Don't bother me with facts. I have no time for you and your facts. And so. why do I care? Because I've been raptured. I don't. You, you just. Uh, I, help me. www.godwhispers.com. You can I, listen I, to I us maybe next our, week. Our, our calendar date. Uh, if he's not, to our modern calendar. If he's not right, you know, God, if we're wrong about this, uh, the calendar, then uh, we'll be we'll be recording. The, uh, we'll be we'll be on the air on the twenty third. So we're going to have the time, th- this will be now. This is our last episode. The uh, the twenty third will be our special God whispers post rapture episode. Post rapture episode. Wherein wherein we will be uh, discussing the implications. Of being left behind. (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you next time on the God Whispers. You've been left behind